All right, guys, here we go. Big episode of the Nordies podcast. We are super excited about the trailer dropping for the Batman. DC drops a bunch of other trailers. We have a brand new segment for you, and Succession is back. Here we go. Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Very good, man. I'm great, man. Uh, happy to be here with you guys. I'm happy, too. And we had a great first episode this week. We were talking sports. Go back, check out that sports cast. We talk about the Vikings winning in underwhelming fashion yet again. And we uh, previewed the Timberwolves and uh, talked about the Wilds' hot start. So it's a good episode. Go check that out. I think it was a lot of fun. You want to know what we missed, though, in the sports cast? Hmm. What? We didn't talk plan A or plan B for the wild. We'll have to mm. we'll have to come back to that next week. Well, they're yeah. clearly on plan A. Yeah. They're off to a hot start. That's plan A. Let's yeah. go. Plan A. All right. Uh, so we're going to dive into this episode. Before we do that, we are going to drink a fun beer. Last week, we were talking a little bit about West Coast and uh, one of our former Nordy winners, Blackstack, uh, said- Two in a row. We hear you. We hear you. Uh, so they did a Pepsi can uh, that says, is West Coast IPA okay? And- Clever. What we like think? it. They did this one last year. This is uh this is back. It's a great name. And it's a good West Coast beer. It not, is it's not hazy, it's crystal clear, baby. It is two style. Yes. I like this. Um it was a really good price too. Was it really? It was like eleven or twelve bucks or something. Oh hell yeah. And yeah, so, it's a it's a nice beer. Yeah, I like that and um I like I said, I think I'm a little tired of the like every beer being a huge beer. Mm-hmm. So thick. Mm-hmm. So thick. It's like every time it's like triple I don't even know. Dry hopped? Is that the word? Triple, it's like triple dipa or whatever, you know? Like, you're like, what? How? How, well, many, how many different things are in there? The brewery that's the most guilty of that is Blackstack. Yeah, true. They, they love their triple IPAs. Yeah, yeah. All right. For better or worse, right? Mm-hmm. They do them well. So, here we go. Okay. We're going to dive into this episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but, as always, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from so here we go we start with do we care and the one thing that we all care about and we really want to talk about and we were like texting about how excited we were to talk about it is the trailer dropped for the batman matt reeves batman project with uh pattinson big game bob so here we go it's pat <laughs> bobby pattinson it's patman it's patman um <clears throat> yeah and you know colin farrell and a bunch of other folks so and paul, paul dano, dano who you don't know who it is i don't he, know who paul he's dano like a young is. actor that like early on broke through and then got into just doing one or two art movies a year like he's not trying to have this giant career he's just like he does what he wants and it's very cool and it's actually a great get for him to even want to do anything that's kind of an existing ip so i think it's cool i think he'll be awesome as the riddler i am really excited about this movie i think it looks awesome i know pattinson was kind of like doubted when he was picked to be batman Mm -hmm. Not, not on here no, uh, not right, not in here. That's no, true. we we liked him, but I think just in general, people were like, oh, "Patton's too skinny." We want Batman to just have the same people it always had. You know, it's like they don't ever want it to change. And I, I think that what this is showing you is that Marvel is Disney, and they have Disney Plus now, mm-hmm. and they have twenty some movies, and they have a bunch of big IP. But there is no character in Marvel that gets me as excited as Batman gets me. Even though DC has fumbled everything, right. Batman is the one thing that they can pull out at any time. And everybody in the world will stop what they're doing and see what's going on. Well, I remember on this podcast, when uh, here's another 
throwback. I remember when the um, Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice trailer dropped and it gave us that sneak peek to like Batman going into that like abandoned warehouse where all the bad guys were. And then he like picks some dudes up by the neck and like pile drive them through the floor. Yeah. And we were like, like squishing heads. Oh shit. Yeah. Like this movie is going to be awesome. It sucked like in (laughs) the end, but the trailer was really cool. I don't have that same feeling about Pattinson playing Batman that I did with Ben Affleck. Mm. Like, you should, we, we should feel collectively as fans of the franchise confident mm-hmm. that Pattinson is going to deliver a much better product of Batman than Ben Affleck could ever dream of. See, I think so, yeah. I'm only worried about one piece of it. The only thing I'm worried about is that they are going to do, like, just one movie or something. Like, right. I, I need this to be so good that they're like, yeah, we're going to do five Dude, movies of there's this. a reason they said it early with him and his bat mobile looks like a muscle like a muscle car with extra armor on it yeah this is early stuff for him and well, this is supposed to be he's going to be meeting um catwoman for the first time he's going to be meeting the riddler and he's going to be meeting um the penguin all this stuff he's he's young and he's supposed to look young well, this is supposed to be drawn from the batman year two comic uh storyline okay so he's still he hasn't like morphed into like bruce wayne the playboy Right. Uh, all right. You know what I mean? Like the, He's still the Michael Keaton, Christian Bruce Bale. Wayne, like the super emo weirdo. Yeah, like a little bit. The of only that, thing but like, that that I that I pause on is like the hair when he's Bruce Wayne is like wild. I mean, I think that the that part with the long. It's, I, I think that will change though. Yeah. If this is indeed like their franchise that they're going to go with here, and they're going to give you five movies of it, his his hair because Pattinson doesn't always have hair like that. No, no. Pattinson no. can look like older and more handsome. I think when he has shorter hair. And so, to yeah, me, they're I trying think they're, to make him look young. They're for making sure. him look like this is like an early, like he's like, I don't care what happens to me. You know, it's like, yeah, I think he's just like he's got like, you know, just even down to like he took he cut up the guns, the gun that was killed, killed his parents and made that into the bat symbol. Like, that's a pretty young emo thing to do, you know, to still like I need to be reminded of the reason I'm doing this every day. Yeah, this is my motivation. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. my pure motivation. So. I think it looked great. I, I do wonder if you will only feel sorry for Batman and not really cheer for him because it looks like it looks like Pattinson's like totally unhinged. Like he's like a psycho. And even the people like they get Jim Gordon in here. I think yeah. even he's going to be afraid of him. Like, dude, I I, I don't know what this guy's going to do well, next. He's, that was, he's a fucking wild card. That was the whole thing. Like, it's not. You know that the the bat signal is not to call me; it's a warning. Yeah, which means like I'm just out here to crack skulls. Yeah, and then he like punches the dude an extra couple times and definitely killed him. I mean, God, well, I don't like know. Selena Kyle was sitting right there, and you could see the look on her face of like, oh my God, I just steal jewels. This yeah. guy's a fucking nutbag. I like that though, and mm-hmm. I want to. You know, um, we'll talk a little bit about Bond later, but I think like watching the journey of kind of like a dark anti-hero. And then watching them like go from being pretty heartless and cold into a character that they like, they so slowly built them up into this character that is so deep is the reason that we like these stories. And so my hope is like that's kind of where, you know, it's kind of where we go with this character where it's like he's this just unhinged, rich kid pretty much who is so angry and he's so motivated by revenge. And then by the end, he's 
you know, he's protecting his city and he's like this figure of hope. You yeah, know? his and motivations I, have changed. Yeah, and I think like that's what I'm hoping for. So I, I, they haven't said enough about this. I, I really would like it if DC was just like, buy DC stock. We're going to make six of these movies. Pattinson's in for all yeah. of them. It's going to be insane. I, would I think be, that's the case, man. I, I would be surprised if they didn't do at least a trilogy Yeah, with Pattinson. So John Turturro is going to be Carmine Falcone. Carmine Falcone? Yeah, Carmine that's Falcone. cool. I didn't even see any of that. I didn't see him in the trailer at all. Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth. I thought he sounded great as Alfred. I know we're not... They we- actually aged him up, too, yeah. with CG, which I, I thought he looked like it was almost like really natural makeup. Like, I think it looked good, but... Jeff Wright is James Gordon, which is a cool one. I think I like that. Yeah. Um, Paul Dano, like you said, is the Riddler. He looks unbelievably cool to me. And his voice Super is, scary. is unbelievably creepy too. Yeah. I, I think that that's like the kind of hero I think I want in like a 2022 movie at this point is like, I'm kind of tired of like the person who has like a powered up suit, you know, and I'm not saying I don't want that in the Avengers and I don't want them like going big, but like if you're going to reboot something at this point, mm-hmm. I think doing the thing we talked about a lot on here, the, the making it like a born movie, you know, the more realistic and gritty it can be. Yeah. And, like, making it so the big villain here in this Batman movie is literally just, like, a serial killer genius psycho. And his costume is super creepy. And I'm just really interested in The number one thing I'm excited for is that. And, like, you know, they they say, hey, maybe we'll play into, like, Batman being the world's greatest detective, which is a huge Mm -hmm. threat of his. It's arguably more important than his, like, money or his physical, you know, fighting skills. Correct. And... It's just really hard to write. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's just hard to write amazing mysteries and mind-blowing clues that lead you to huge revelations. That's very difficult. Yeah. Like Sherlock did it. Um, you know what was? What's your your favorite guy with your Jordan? Your uh, Angels and Demons shit. Oh, uh, Robert Langdon. Robert Langdon. Yeah. Like those like early movies blew people's mind by those huge revelations. At and least twists. the books did. Right, and then they when they use the books, it worked, and when they didn't, it didn't. But um, but there again, right? Like they yeah. can't just make another screenplay where it's that perfect. That's yeah. very difficult. I, I, I want some I of want that. that. I think, and like I think grounding it. I mean, the most unrealistic things we saw was that his car kind of jumped through the air through fire at one point, and he was shot with his armor on numerous times in a really cool looking scene. Yeah, and so to me, I, I think like the more that they can keep Batman as like he is a man who is fighting other men or women is Mm -hmm. what I think is going to be the most interesting for me. I think they should go the opposite way of Marvel to the best of their ability. It's it's and then they're like, and here's his partner, the half man, half machine guy. And that's right. It's also a little bit. um, That's a little bit of a double edged sword because that's also some of the things that we complain about with DC a little bit where you're like, it's so dark and it's so like trying to be edgy and it Mm -hmm. just doesn't work. I don't get that vibe from this movie or at least from the trailer yeah. Um, yet. But I feel like if they can find that nice balance in between all of that, like it's going to be a great movie. And and I was talking with Eric previously or before the pod started. Like I remember when The Dark Knight was coming out. And, and that's also part of the problem is that Christopher Nolan wrote a Batman trilogy and directed it and it was like really good. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you're, you're always going to be bumping up against that. But yep. I remember when Heath Ledger was announced at the Joker or as the Joker, everyone was like, what? That Lord's a Dogtown dude the, that did the gay movie on the mountain? What the, the gay hell? mountain? He was in rom-coms like yep. as a teeny, as a teenager and all that stuff and then knocked it out of the park. Right. And I feel mm-hmm. like too much. So 
Yeah. Agreed. Too much so. He knocked it out of the park too much so it like the expectations the rest of his life. The yeah. expectations were too high. Yeah. Well, and obviously, yeah, then RIP. But um I'm hoping that like you guys said, it's grounded in some like interesting villains that have different motivations with Batman trying to figure his place in this world, dealing with the loss of his parents and tons of anger yeah. and not knowing where to correctly place that at all times, I think makes Batman the most compelling at that point in time without it being like, like you said, like emo teenager. I hate my dad. He's like cutting his arm. And then, yeah. but like, this is like different. This is him being able to afford the ability to take his vengeance out. You know I mean? He said that, said that in the trailer, you know, I am vengeance and shit. Right. I thought Pattinson looked really cool too. I think he looks, he looks the part. creepy. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I almost don't want to see more trailers, but of course the second they drop like a third trailer, dude, this movie isn't that far away. It's like March. five months away, yeah. four months. So I don't really need to see anything else. I'm ready. I'm I don't. I hope they don't show us anything else. And I think that was my only concern when watching it. Is I was like, man, they're really giving us a lot in this. And so that's my only worry was like a lot of times when they give you know we a don't ton know anything. The movie we don't away. know yeah. what order these villains are appearing in. You know, Penguin could come in and go down in the first opening scene. We don't know. And um, they haven't shown like Paul Dano's face. Not at all. Right. So they're gonna keep that under wraps for a while. I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, man. I think it was really, really good, and it definitely made some waves. All right, making me really sad uh, is the fact that Michael Caine is, uh, speaking of Batman, uh, was is going to be retiring from acting at the age of 88. Ryan, can you tell me, um, as Michael Caine, what some of your favorite movies to work on have I don't been? think I can do that. Okay, okay. I was just testing you. It's, I was checking uh, with that's you. A, that's a tough one to pull you off. Said, you said, you dropped something earlier that made me think it was in My you. My name's but... Michael Caine. I can't, it's, okay. <laughs> like you gotta really, All right, like, see, it's, you, okay, workshop that, because you, you gotta got go the way back. You gotta go way back Michael in the nose Caine. on that, and like you gotta kind of block that off. It's, yeah. t- it's tough. Love Michael Caine. He's retired. He's 88. Yeah. He has two Academy Awards. He's mm. done like 66 something movies. He's great. He's fantastic. He's one of those like old guys that like just makes any movie a little bit better. Um, so it does suck. But of course, dude, you know who I wish had been retired instead? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Can he retire instead? Mm-hmm. But no, we keep getting shit from him. I mean, there is so many neighbor kids that Clint Eastwood has to yell at. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And he's got to make these movies that make a point that was very well understood in, you know, 1975. I did watch that Cry Macho movie. Did you watch it? Yeah. I couldn't get through it. I it's was so good. bored. No. So bored. So, right. yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, hey, live out the rest of your years in Florence uh, <laughs> and a little cafe by the river. Mm-hmm. Please. All right. Uh, there. What was this event that was happening, by the way? This DC event? DC yeah, it's like Fandom. A, so, it's DC Fandom. I think they've done it for years, years now. Not... Not ten, but over I don't five, think something so. like that. I think this is like the first year where they've actually like gotten their shit together, yeah, and like timed out some stuff to release all at once. Yeah, this was huge this year. Um, but it's like it's like a it's it's like a fan event, but it's all remote, and you can just kind of watch a live feed of it on YouTube or just you know tune into the shit that drops. Huge, which was I mean, we got a Flash trailer, we got a Batman trailer, we got um some first look at black adam we got some news from shazam we got uh uh, more content from uh what's the john cena peacemaker peacemaker stuff um so yeah they also announced and maybe we don't care about this but we can move quick um for people that really like that batman animated stuff from like the late 2000s they're doing a sequel to that so i I guess none of us care and i didn't so 
Um, but anyways, yeah, we got a lot of stuff. It was a pretty good event. Huge. So let's talk about a few of those things. So the Flash trailer drops, or at least teaser. Um, this character is stupid to me. And um, what's his name? Ezra Miller is his name? Yeah, he's kind of a problematic he lad. He sucks. He seems like yeah. a douche. Yeah. Um, uh, it looks kind of cool. Uh, I like the idea that they're going to like go back and... It was different timelines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. going to different timelines, and supposedly you're going to have, what's his name in it? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, the old Batman. And Henry Cavill, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that stuff's kind of fun. So I, I think that like from a storyline point of view, I'm kind of excited about this, but it's just a character that I'm not that crazy about. I would agree with that assessment. I think the movie is actually, I think they really need a win here, because they're trying to like bring in and expand their universe, bring in a lot of stuff, tie it together, and set it up for the future with this Flashpoint event, which was a big comic event, and they've done it a few different times on different shows. Uh, the Flash show on the CW, which I don't think any of us watched. They tried to waste it on that? Oh, yeah. They were hmm. probably, ratings dipped one season, they're like, bring in Flashpoint, it's time. Because hmm. it's like a, just a massive event where he changes the timeline by you know trying to go too fast, whatever happens, and then multiple versions of the same characters are interacting. Um, it's very... It's literally you're gonna watch the real trailer when it comes out and be like, "Dude, this is what DC or Marvel is already doing with the multiverse." So yeah. it's kind of it's ironic sure that they're it's opening their multiverse same time as Marvel. But it's for sure a reaction to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought the trailer was really cool. We didn't get to see Michael Keaton in it, but we did see like the back of his cowl with the super pointy ears. And Michael Keaton is still my favorite Batman. He, I think he he's a, fantastic. So. He had some nice voiceover too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, okay. that was him talking. Um, Go to the yeah. future to change the past kind of thing. I think okay. Michael Keaton is just a really good actor. He's great. You know, it's funny. He like fell off and had to do like the Birdman and shit to get his and, and how the good Spider Man. Birdman. I liked it a lot. Did you? I loved it. Alejandro it Inarito awesome. or something. Just a weird movie, but um, he definitely died, right? Nah, dude. Okay, hey, okay. I didn't see it. Oh, all right. Well, it's kind of really not see it. No, I've never seen it. It's good. Um, it's it's it just is like a like a. I know the premise. It's a st- no, strange it, art film. Oh. No, but it's like um the 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 top the in top Inception in Inception uh, kind of thing. Is it real? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's a little open for interpretation. But yeah, anyways... They crush it. Yeah. I So, I, dude, I'm excited. Um, I think The Flash actually might be pretty good. I don't know if I care. It's Shazam. I liked Shazam. I don't think you guys even finished it, did you? No. Ryan, you tried to watch it and quit. Boring. Eric, you didn't even try to watch it. Um, I saw the name Shazam, and I was like, isn't that the Shaq movie? And then I found out it wasn't, and then I was like... That was like, Kazam. I'm that like, was Kazam, and I don't even know if that movie ever happened, did it? Oh, it Kazam happened. Kazam saw it in theaters. Really? Kazam? It, it was a genie who came out of a boombox. Oh, hell yeah. It was Shaq. great. You tell me that didn't hold up after all these years? I mean, I would rather that they were like, Kazam is part of the DC universe. He is, <laughs> he is canon. Yeah, that would be perfect. We need that. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, The Peacemaker with John Cena. Is this the character from Suicide Squad? Yeah. Correct. And is he cool? Well, did you, you I, watched I, it, didn't you? I thought he was very entertaining. Is he cool? No. no. Is he likable? No. Is he a good person? Definitely not. But he's Is he a hero? Anti-hero? He'll be like an anti-hero. Yeah. Okay. The They'll trailer. bring him in for something good. So I think it's going to set right off after the events of Suicide Squad. Remember he like he was in the hospital and then they like visit him. They're like, oh, we need this fucking asshole. Yeah, he'll, he'll get better. We'll bring him in. So that's that's the start of it. Yeah. And I guess it's mostly written by James Gunn. Okay. And he's directing six of the eight episodes. Oh, my God. Then we should so, be excited about this show. Yeah, Come I think on. it's going to be good. But yeah. it's going to be silly in yep. the same way. Is this going to be on HBO? Yes. Ooh, I like that. I'm HBO it's Max. A, it's, it's a, a series. Yeah. Dude, come on. We should be pumped. I mean, we, we always talk about, like, who made it? Who had a hand in right. it? And if it's James Gunn, it should be a pretty essential at this point. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, so. we're huge hypocrites. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> also, th- this is like... Which we, I don't mind being, for sure. We are in many other yeah. ways. This but. is also HBO saying, all right, Disney, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Warner Brothers and HBO saying, we can do cool TV for superheroes, too. I think John Cena's pretty likable as an on-screen character. I th- I think... Vacation Friends was great. Was great. great. So funny. Yeah. I think John Cena is the most talented former pro wrestling actor that there is right now. Over Dave Bautista? Over Bautista. Mm. And you're saying over The Rock. For sure over The Rock. And I can't believe you're ruling out Hulk Hogan. Did you see his uh, sex movies? He was mm. unbelievable. Yeah, I think that the N-word stuff really oh, just yeah, yeah. kind of eliminated him. Yeah, he um, rules him out. Well, I was only saying this because Black Adam is the next thing that we saw. What did you guys think of Black Adam? Are you interested in this at all? This is The Rock, Dude, by this the way. might yeah. be a miss. I don't know. I don't know either, I man. know that they're introducing a new character, so yeah, that's tough. That's always tough, you know? It's just like Shang Shang Chi. Do we care quite as much? No, you know Captain Marvel. Do we care yet? It's it's nicer to see these characters brought in in a super badass short moment in a movie that's out that's a big hit, and then you're excited for their spinoff, right? Um, this isn't that. We haven't seen anything from him. And then the trailer was like, I think they tried to make him like so incredibly like badass because he like just kills a dude right away, and you're like, all right, I don't know what his powers are, but he seems hella OP. Well, I guess, so the story goes that, like, it was the Shazam wizard that had, like, that had to, he was, like, running rogue and, like, killing too many people because he was so powerful. He's, like, you know how when Shazam, like, divided his power into, like, the five okay. people? Yeah. He's as powerful as, like, all five of them combined? Okay. So he's super Shazam. Super Shazam. And so that's why the Shazam wizard had to, like, banish him or, like, put him in that prison thing underground or whatever. Oh, so it's, like kind of a spinoff from Shazam yes, but like it's not for kids as much for kids correct because Shazam is essentially like a a movie for boys and girls that are like 14 13 or 14 so I guess th- that you're not going to get you may not get Shazam in this movie but then there's going to be a crossover eventually okay so they're going to tie into one another I don't know if I care that much yeah I think that hurts it a little bit to me like let Shazam be its own silly little like little kids movies like that are fun. Like well, I, I in laughed. the trailer she literally I it. she literally says Shazam to like awaken him. So oh that's, fuck dude. And then it was they had the lightning bolt on the ground. I did see the costumes like a black version of the Shazam costume. Basically so I guess the same I thing. Probably yeah. put some of this together myself. But um, man, I just don't care about this one as much. I don't know. We'll see. Of the trailers, you think it's like, dude, we got the Rock in a as a superhero. This is unbelievably big news. Who cares? Of that the tra- doesn't do anything. For of me. the trailers that we've talked about so far from DC fandom, this is the one I am the least excited about, and it's not even close. Yeah, Sheesh. I I don't think I care about this. We'll see. But I also can't tell you the last time the Rock made a movie I cared about. The Jungle Run- Cruise didn't do anything. For the me. Rundown that was a long time ago. Didn't see it. Um, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> was it a cool movie from the mid two thousands? Yep. Did Eric see it? it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. Uh, next up, why the Last Man from FX is canceled after one season? I think, I, I think Jimmy Channel owes y'all and myself and the listeners an apology on this one. You wrecked it. I wrecked it. I wrecked it leading up to it, though. Because as soon as I started watching it, I don't remember saying, like, you guys, this is much to watch. I was like, I'll keep watching it and let you know. I think it was one of those. That's probably fair. And I did keep watching until I got to five, and then I stopped, and I'll stop forever because it ain't bringing it back, and it's not very good, and that sucks because I love FX, and this is a huge property, and it was all the reasons I was excited about it before, and it just it fucking blew. So It fell pretty flat. Yeah, very boring. So, so I- yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I do care because I wanted to like this a lot. All right, and finally in uh, this segment, we had a, a vote 
uh, on the best South Park episodes, according to fans, ever. What was the number one episode on there? And what's your guys' number one? So the number one was in Love and Warcraft. So I remember the, seeing this one. I don't think that this one would spring to the front of my mind as like, hell yeah, this was my favorite. I think like maybe the Tom Cruise stuff like jumps right to the head of my mind of just like, you know, him in the closet and all that stuff was so funny. Um, how about you guys? I mean, did you like this one? Do you remember it? Yeah, it's great. I also really like the one, the Game of Thrones one is cool. I really like the whole um, Heaven and Hell War one is really awesome. Lord of the Rings one was great. Um... I really like the one where he wants to get medical marijuana, so he he puts his balls in the microwave, and then he has to like carry him around. You're with... talking about Randy Marsh, your yep, favorite yep. TV character of all yep, time. Yep, Just get yep. a little cancer, Stan. I like the one where it's uh, Bat Dad, where he has to like fight at all of his kids' sporting events. Oh, this is America! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Yeah, there's been some great ones. So yeah, that one won this big uh, this big contest, big vote. So I, I don't know. Maybe I should go back and watch it. I think amongst the people that would care enough to vote in something like that, the In Love and Warcraft episode makes a lot of sense. Yes. Okay. It also spawned like one of the greatest Comic-Con costumes of all time. So they were playing that dude in his basement and, you know, whatever. They couldn't yeah. beat him. Yep. Yes. And this there was a dude that literally had like the same shirt and he had like a desk that was like strapped to his like you know his body and then he would like pose just like just the guy like the lean back that thing. Is so lean, funny. and it was and he had like sh- he had like a full head of hair but he like shaved like the middle you know so that he Damn. had the, the barter horseshoe around the outside it was mm-hmm. it was like an iconic costume i love that that's beautiful love the commitment i think that uh you don't see that at dc fandom I think that that uh, just just a little shout out to listener and friend of the pod, uh, Bubba. Uh, he just reminds me all the time of of uh, Randy Marsh. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's like the same person. So hopefully that's... he'll be Randy Marsh for Halloween. <laughs> all right. Like, uh, I don't know if that's a compliment. I, don't, I was like, all right. Hope he didn't listen this week. Bubba, you are Randy Marsh. Hey, all Bubba. right. Uh, here we go. New segment. Okay. This is the year of the channel. Oh, the year of the channel. Yeah. Yeah. You're Don't hype rat. this up too much. This might be a total dud. This first time we're trying it. You're the rat. You're the dragon. You're the, you know, whatever. The chicken. You're you're the channel. The monkey. Right. So here's the what's going to happen. I am going to give you five movies. Okay. And you are going to tell me within, well, we're going to try to nail it on the year, but we're going to try to get it within three years um, either way of it. Barter, you're going to get the second crack at all of this. I won't tell you the answer until after. And uh, we'll see if this has to, the segment needs to be changed to year of the foil. Ah, all right, let's go. I mean, um, yeah, no promises, but let's go. Okay. I'm excited. First up, we have uh, Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day, Independence Day. Um, Straight up, uh, 1998. 1997. That would be right, Barter. It's 1997. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so I got one one point off right now because yeah. I was one year yeah. off. So I'm trying to keep track. All right. So the next one. But is... I get first guess, and then you get to react to that. So I was going to we'll guess see, 97. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. The next one is uh, Gone Girl. This Two... had this had uh, Ben Affleck and don't remember who else. Rosamund Pike. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 2009. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying to remember what I read the book on an airplane. Um, I'm going to say 2011. Uh, you're both a little off on this. This was 2014. Oh, okay. oh shit. Dang. Okay. I was way off. I was a, I'm not going to keep track of how many years off I'm anymore. Okay, the next one. The Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> how did was, you think of this? This movie was so bad. This okay, is Will this Smith. This is Charlize Theron, Will Matt Smith, Damon. and Matt Damon. Yeah. Wow. Um, Directed by Robert Redford. Okay, 2005. I think it's earlier than that because I think I watched this in college. So I'm going to say 2002. 
It is 2000. Oh. oh, my God. All right, next up, Catch Me If You Can. Okay, Catch Me If You Can, DiCaprio. He's still young. Hanksy. Yep. Um, catch Me If You Can. I'm going to go with... I'm walking 2001. Here. I think it's a little bit later than that. I'm going to say 05. It is 2002. Okay. Damn. All right. All right. And finally, the last one today is... Oh, brother, where art thou? I think I never oh, saw this. It's a great movie. Um, I think it's 2007. I don't know. Oh, four. <laughs> you guys have no idea when movies come no. out. Whoa. This was 2000. Is it really? Is that old? <laughs> I never watched it. I thought it was yeah. after high school for me. That is, I was like, everything's before or after. There it is. The year of the right. channel. All right. So I didn't get it this week. <laughs> My original plan for this was going to be three movies, and then I have a margin of error of three. So I was thinking, like, do it. I'll just nail two of them and miss one by one year and get it. Ah, damn, this was a lot harder than I thought, but that's fun. The Legend of Beggar Vance was my first pick. Jesus, Legend. I haven't mm-hmm. thought of that movie. Well, in... that's why I picked it. When did it come out? I was going to pick I, I was going to pick I Titanic and then you I guys were... forgot, yeah. I was going to pick Titanic and you guys would have been like 1990, is it? Yeah. Know. Okay. All right, uh, maybe 95. Oh, stop. 95. It Hot Rex and not Rex. Nice work, Ryan. That was good. Hot Rex and Not Rex. There's only one place to start this week. We haven't watched it yet because it just is coming out when we're recording this. That is the new title belt holder. Best show on television. That's HBO Max's Succession. Yeah, man. Succession is dropping. I wish I can almost hear that piano from the theme song in my head. Um, I will be watching it when I get home tonight. And I'm excited. I mean, it's not like my most anticipated show of all time, but it's been a long time coming. And I just finished season one season two over the last like five months and so i'm just i'm ready i'm ready for for new stuff so what do you guys think are you pumped oh i mean if my kids are awake when i get home i'm gonna be like sorry i gotta go downstairs <laughs> i mean like you're gonna learn some this. new words yeah. right now because i'm starting it i think this is one of the best shows of the past five years and it's incredible and you know it's it's a, it's a, like one of the best done shows and written shows because the characters are so irredeemable and they're so terrible and they're so evil and they're not relatable and somehow you're not cheering for any of them but you are invested in all of them mm-hmm. and i think it's just a brilliant show for that reason i mean these are out of touch super wealthy narcissistic selfish assholes super conservative media moguls I mean, they do stuff every single day that's more evil than really hopefully any of us will do in our entire lifetime. And, and they just like laugh about it and then move on to like something worse. I think the cool part is, is they kind of show like how the rich people live, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. And you probably think it's like caricature-ish, you know, as you're watching it like, oh, they don't do that. They probably do. Yeah. And somehow that makes them kind of relatable in a way to the viewer where like they're holding very true yeah. to this like rich well, lifestyle. They do a good job of like showing like money isn't everything. And these people were like, have been subjected to horrible parenting, horrible light. Like, you know, their role models are trash. Um, the only thing they've got is like a great education and a bunch of money. Well, kind of, but it doesn't really help. They may have the degree on the wall, but that yeah. doesn't mean they're educated. Right, right, right. Except for Shiv. Yeah, we love Shiv. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited about it, dude. I can't wait. Favorite it's, character, go. It's uh, cousin Greg. Cousin Greg. I like. Um, I can't think of his Tom? name now. Tom. I like Tom. Yeah. Tom is my favorite. I'm a character. Tom guy. I'm a Shiv guy uh, for other reasons. Waz Gams. I, I like Waz Gams. I, I like um, obviously like Kendall. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he just keeps. I don't never heard of this dude before the show. Never seen him in anything else. I want to see him in everything. To That's win. because you haven't seen the Big Short. 
Oh, is he in that? He is very prominent. Yeah, well, if it's fucking streaming somewhere, please someone text me immediately. I will watch mm. it right away. I'm just not gonna pay. This is very much like you to not see cool movies that I've seen before, like. The Big <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow, he's got one on me. <laughs> got one, and it's, it does come up at least and once a year. He's gonna keep flexing on that one. Yeah, um, it's pretty pretty trend. This is a trend at this point. Yeah. No also, shit. one of the best things about this show when did it come out there. Well, 2016 ha- have to be no. after the financial <laughs> crisis. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing about this show is from episode to episode, you don't really know where it's going to go. Yeah. You know, like all of a sudden they've got one of the kids, spoiler alert, like uh, starting a presidential campaign or wh- whatever he was doing. I, yeah. I forget um, the oldest one. And and like, then they're like, oh, it's a bachelor party and we're going to this like weird nightclub and Roman's like leading it. And like, you just, you have no idea what sort of like painting they're going to uncover or yeah. wall they're going to walk through. It's such an unpredictable show. And I think that's part of its likability. Yeah, it is. And at the same time, it like maintains its status quo. Like, you know, they're not going to all just get destitute all of a sudden. And yeah, the through lines are there. It's pretty sure. realistic as far as like how quickly things could change in major major ways so yeah man i'm into it um i hope we get some big big shakeups this year all right we're gonna go through a few things real quickly first up i need to give everyone an update on the lost symbol dan brown's the lost symbol from peacock i pushed this as a wreck the other week and i promise you i will watch the whole thing and i will report back Um, but we're five episodes in and it's getting worse every episode I think I think you I think you gave it a soft wreck. Like you said, yeah. Like you prefaced it with like it's not I'm as good gonna as gonna watch it because I love this series and whatever. Yeah. And you said it's not as good as Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. Not close. But now <laughs> not, it's, now it's even is worse. it getting close. closer to the last one that was really really bad? Inferno. Well, mm. Inferno. Is it now yeah. at Inferno level? Probably, yeah. Because at least Inferno had Tom Hanks in it, you know? Right. Like, you're like, mm, this is a bad Tom Hanks movie. This is a nameless actors and actress version of that, you know? Like, so it's very network television-y on Peacock, and that is kind of a deal breaker for me. Even when you guys are pushing network TV shows that you are like, oh, this is so good, even though it's on network When's TV. When's the last one we... The Good Place is the only one and that's we've over. Ever pushed. I, I wasn't trying to say you do it all the time, but yeah. I just mean, like, even with that, like... When I try to watch The Good Place, I get the same feeling where I'm just like, ugh, this is just network TV. It's so rough. Same mm-hmm. with, same with like, um, 30 Rock. I know people love these shows, and I know I'm in the minority, but right. Eric, it gives me the same feeling. Eric, he hadn't brought it up for like a month. Dude. I had I know. You, okay. Do you bring it up more than I do now? <laughs> and so whenever I watch it, I get the same feeling. It is like kind of like um, CSI with good with better source material. Sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna finish it because I am dedicated to finishing it, and I will report back at the end. At this point, never, never again, unless something mm. drastic happens. If something so stupid happens, will you just explain that stupid Absolutely. thing? Because it'll be funny. I will. Uh, yeah. Well. So at this that. point, I'm gonna say Lost Symbol is a not wreck. Not when wreck. is the nuclear bomb gonna come into play? Because mm. I feel like that's gonna have to happen. I think that. Can I just okay? Can I just tell you what it's about, guys? I know what it's about. I read the book. It's sure, about it a. Matter. It's about a portal. Yeah. Really? Mm, is this yeah. the Antarctica one? I don't know. Wait, not to Antarctica. So at this before point. Angels, or like okay, like all of the big popular books, yeah. Robert Langdon had gone through something totally supernatural, yeah. and the other I stuff mean, wasn't. I'm not sure yet. Like in this, there's a portal, and I don't really know what it's for. Maybe some kind of time travel, and like the Jeez. FBI is looking for it, and so is like this Malak guy who's like this is the Antarctica one. Evil. Well, now I know they're going to Antarctica. Well, they might not end the show. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they did the book. But yeah. A, a big like sound room they can just like 
put some fake snow in, this they're is, definitely going. <laughs> this, this is network TV. Hey, this is they this can't is, wait to do three episodes in a snowy room. Definitely, definitely gonna open up to. Um, was that weirdo conspiracy theory about the? The, the lizard people, no, the door the... to the middle of the earth, and people live oh, there, yeah, yeah. and there's no sunlight, but somehow plants grow. But in that's Paris. flat Earth too, I think. Mm-hmm. Is it's it gonna really? turn into that, isn't it? No, please don't watch this, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, only murders in the building. We just have to do a little check in. We're through nine episodes. There's one more to come early this week. I think it drops Monday night or Tuesday, something like that. And it's the fi- finale of season one. Um, they've announced that it's gonna be back for season two. And I'm really excited about it because this has been just like celebrities having a good time and not taking themselves too seriously. And I feel like it's been such a charming show. Yeah. This last week, Jane Jane Lynch, is that her name? Jane Lynch. Was on as just a hilarious character. And it almost felt like they were all trying not to laugh, even the takes that they kept because they were just having such a good time. And it's not the best show. It shouldn't win any awards, but I do think it's a hot wreck for sure. It's a fantastically well-written show, though. It helps a lot. And then Martin Short and Steve Martin are so charismatic yeah. in their roles. It's hard not to love it. Yeah. I think it's a great show. It's top five of the year probably in there. Uh, it's awesome. Definitely a wreck. What's it on? It's on Hulu, right? Hulu, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. of course Hulu's it's on having, Hulu. Hulu's having a big old year. Big year, dude. Every time I'm flipping around and I go in there, I'm like, oh, they dropped something new. New movie. Something cool. All right, uh, Ryan, you watched the Britney Murphy documentary on HBO Max. It's called What Happened to Britney Murphy? Oh, really? Don't she know, died. Don't know don't, why I started don't it. Don't need to watch it. And that is very true. Yeah. Um, so it kind of turns, it, it was like this uh, origin of like true crime people poking their noses into things. Oh. Because of her husband. And they had questions. Okay. And so I shouldn't just say callously she died because maybe she was murdered and there's somebody that's out there that isn't brought to justice or was it, didn't she die in a tub? She died in the bathroom, not okay. in the tub. Um, which they point out candidly on the show where it was that she had, well, allegedly, you know, stopped breathing. Yeah. Um, basically, they it's a two-part miniseries or whatever, mm-hmm. docuseries, and it kind of just comes to the cl- conclusion of, yeah, we can't really prove anything, but we have our suspicions. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, her life was, like, you know, kind of tragic in some ways, but also, like, a lot of it was, for this show, like, kind of made up. Yeah. Um. You know, like, oh, she just, all she wanted to do was get married. Like, what? Who, <laughs> where did she say that? Like, who, anyway, um, it was not, it was like interesting to, to, you know, find out about Where'd her Where'd you watch her it? Past. It's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. It's okay. interesting to like find out about her past and like her dating Ashton Kutcher and, you know, kind of uh, some of the other things. And then her, like her husband is, or ex-husband or whatever, is very fucking like weird and creepy. He's a, and, well, he was a lot older than her, right? Yeah. And like kind of a slime ball. And like, per, like would you know go to these dinner parties and talk about how all he had all this money and he was a billionaire and he wasn't. Yeah. Um, but he was like latching on to like all these actresses, and then once their money ran out, he would like move on. So everyone was saying like, well, he was just you know in this for the money, and and she ended up leaving all of her money and stuff to her mom. Anyway, it was super boring, not informative. <laughs> um, she's still dead, and it's tragic. Yeah. And there was you know probably some combination of like pills and sickness and like alcohol and an eating disorder that all kind of culminated in her death not necessarily pointing to one party or the other got it i guess so i really don't have to watch you it you don't no, need to watch I'm it i skip that i can't believe you watched part two it was only like 40 minutes yeah yeah they probably 
did a nice little like cliffhanger in between. All right, just finish it. Jim, you watched Midnight Mass on Netflix. Is this a wreck? Dude, hot Mike wreck Flanagan. I get why people. It's a hot, hot wreck. You guys. It it's, can't. It can't be after the first couple episodes. I don't dude. care. I'm. Here's the thing. There's a reason that I've watched three episodes of shows before I make my judgment, and that's what I ask you to do as well, especially in this show. Watch three, and if at the end of three, what what happens at the end of three? Doesn't make you want to watch four? Then move on. Move on with your life. How scary is it? Then we're dead to you. It it is scary. Um, but I'm a little desensitized to scary. For me, I'm fucking captivated because they do a lot of legwork in the early episodes of get like you got to meet every motherfucker on this island and you got to hear what their history is. And it it's boring, but it does pay off. It does because then when super fucking weird scary shit happens to them, you actually care. Is it scarier than signs? Uh, no. <laughs> Science was fucking scary as hell, dude. Oh, okay. We got aliens like walking across like the thing oh. in the birthday video. Okay, I feel good. That was really scary stuff to me, in Science. Science is not that scary, and uh, no, it was it was scary. Okay, but I mean, there's scary stuff in this too, and it's just a cool story. Um, I, I there's it's a, such a mix of like really really great standout performances, like the dude that plays the priest. And then, like, the woman that plays, like, the super religious fanatic are phenomenal. The sheriff, who's, like, a, you know, Muslim dude out of place is fantastic. And then there's, like, some of the main characters aren't very good. But it's absolutely worth watching. It's a limited series. I don't think they're making a sequel. How many episodes? I think it's seven. I think it's seven. It's, like, the books of the... Is there seven books of the Bible or something like that? No. Dude, okay. Well, whatever. It's They're based on that. It's it's such a fucking there's seven books of the Bible, dude. Things three thousand pages long. <laughs> the thing, there, there, there's like a, there's definitely tons seven. Of books I'm that sure. Got, hey, that got booted. I'm sure you could find a reason why seven is an important number to Christianity, and they did. Okay, the seven so, deadly sins. Yeah, there you go. That's Sounding one of them. The it's seventh not trumpet. That's bullshit. You made that up. No, it's like the sign of the apocalypse or something. Oh fuck. Well, there's no trumpet mentions yet, but um, I don't know. It's just I might have made that up. Really, some you some, are. I could tell you are some foolish. really Christian person is just livid right now. Not cool. With what well, I just said. I'll tell you what. I don't know as a as somebody that it would be really Christian or especially really Catholic. I don't know what the reaction to this would be because like there's a couple performances where it's like a monologue of this priest who's just so intense and just losing his mind in this island and everybody's getting wrapped up in this religious fanaticism and he's giving like he does his entire um, sermon like in one take essentially and it's really intense and amazing and you're sort of seeing like this is what the people listening in this in this church think he's talking about and you've seen things that you know what he's talking about it's very fucking smart okay it's- okay what is the meaning of the seventh trumpet the bible speaks of a seventh trumpet that will sound before jesus christ's return to earth is that the chick you dated in high school did she tell you about that <laughs> It's like, that's when I knew. I knew it wasn't going to work. <laughs> She's talking about the seventh trumpet. Like, I thought seventh trumpet meant something else. Yeah, right. It yeah. turns out it meant pretty literal. I, I yeah. was talking about a trombone. And she was talking about a... <laughs> Wrong woodwind. Wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Just say, look. Okay. We can move on. This show is just... I get why people were talking about it. I was ready to quit after like halfway through the second episode. I'm like, I don't care about these people. What the fuck am I watching? Is this even scary? And it just, the mystery unfolds. It's really, really, really good. Can't wait. I have one hour left and I'm psyched to finish it. Uh, this is a hot wreck. Uh, it is scary. It is violent. It's it's good shit, dude. Mike Flanagan again strikes. This is why we invented the JC3. Mm-hmm. You have to do three. You have to do three. Yeah. And dude, okay, so I don't want to go on too long, but it, it is reminding me of like these Stephen King books 
like Needful Things, It, where he like he does it in these small towns, and then you kind of meet a lot of the townspeople, and you're like, this is kind of boring. And then you find out all these freaky things are happening to them, and you need that setup for the, all these characters. You don't want to just have like three characters, because then you can't kill them off in cool ways that you actually care about. You do have to set up like five or seven people. Um, it's good shit, man. It's a hot wreck. That's what True Detective Season 3 tried to do. And it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right, Jamie, you went and saw No Time to Die, James Bond, the last uh, episode of the Daniel Craig um, series of movies. Did you just call him Jamie? Jamie. I think it was a... I think he said Jamie, and that's a family name. Yeah. That's why I was just curious. That's a family name. But Eric and I are brothers. Threw me for a little... I don't think you meant to. Yeah, I don't know what I even said. But you, you could call me Jamie. Jamie. Ryan, don't you even fucking I would look never at me. call you Jamie. You're Jimbo. This is family now. All right, so uh, no time to die. <laughs> family only, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, no time to die. Um, what a send-off. What, I mean... Spoiler-free, everyone. We're not going to spoil Spoiler-free. Spoiler Ryan hasn't seen it. This is spoiler-free. <laughs> trust me. Uh, I just, I tell you what, they did a very, very nice job wrapping up this really epic five-movie series with Daniel Craig. They have callbacks all the way through, which is very rewarding if you just finished a rewatch like I did. Um, on its own, fantastically entertaining movie, really well-paced, set pieces that are big without being silly. Uh, he doesn't jump off a Komodo dragon. I appreciated that. Um cool car stuff more car stuff you know yeah. than you've gotten but like not cheesy car stuff like oh that's a good weapon that's a good tool like you get i mean in some ways they like made it very modern with the rest of the the new movies while doing like a lot of like throwbacks to what we all loved about the old bond movies can i ask you guys both a question since you've both seen yeah. a spoiler free question spoiler free question of course do you think and i, I think this is an obvious question that the rewatch prior to seeing this helped enhance the experience of no time to die or maybe are making us biased on it yeah even? oh yeah i'm i'm it helped so much it helped so much <laughs> it probably boosted my score by three points maybe i think what you really see when you when you go through with the rewatch is that um we all liked quantum of solace but it, it is such a step down from the other four movies which i thought were all just masterpieces and I think what you really see is that there is uh, a separation. Like the last three movies are definitely like a story that all goes very together, very coherently. Like an mm -hmm. unintentional trilogy, yes. in a way. Yeah. Like it's like you're here, you're you're watching a Bond, you're watching these Bond movies, and they all kind of are, go, you know, they they connect, they're connected. Yep. But the last three are like there is definitely a story arc of those three movies that are kind of investigating um, Bond's past and his family and mm -hmm. who he is. And so I think like going back and doing the rewatch and watching those two movies, Skyfall and Spectre, before um, with a bunch of those characters being kind of reoccurring characters, I thought that's where they just knocked this story out of the park. And I thought it was just beautifully done. And Craig is going to be impossible to take down as the best bond ever because he's just so perfect in this role so i i thought they nailed it i think everyone should go see this i saw it in the dolby theater like i said last week at um um what are they called amc mm -hmm. amc's dolby surround theater whatever it is the fancy one where they're like you thought you'd seen black in a the theater but this is what real black looks like you know what i'm talking about 
Sound a little sure. racist, but oh, I mean, just... <laughs> but no, they do that every time, and they yeah, show because you the blacks are blacker, the brights are brighter, yep. the colors are more vivid, and yeah, you yeah. have the sound. It's amazing. Like you go in the theater, it's pretty cool when they have the the birds chirping and it uh-huh. goes all the way around. Yeah, in the story yeah, 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 the f- yeah. They blow the fire and stuff. So yeah. it was cool to see in there, and I just think that they crushed this movie. I can't wait for you to see it, Ryan. I want to see it a second time in theaters. I think it was that good. Wow. Like I really, really, really enjoyed it. I was mm-hmm. so invested in every moment of it. And I just thought that that it's, you know, I said this to, to, to James, you know, it's hard because he, you know, I think you said you, your favorite movie was still um, Casino Royale. Yeah. Yep. And I said, yeah, I get that because Casino Royale was so perfect and amazing. But it's so much easier to say, here's James Bond. The stakes are pretty low. There's going to be a bunch more movies. Right. And it's a lot harder to land the plane after people are super invested after 15 years of movie making. 100%. And I think that's why we're so annoyed with Game of Thrones. Because we were just like, this series was perfect. And you just you blew it at the very you end. You crashed the plane. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Literally. Yeah. And so I think like yeah. that is why I thought this movie, I think I would rate this as my favorite of the Bond movies ever. Because the the, the challenge yeah. of landing the plane after it yep. could have... Outside of Quantum of Solace being, being slightly worse is very difficult to, to continue that. And then like say, like you said, this is the send off. Like yeah. this, is, this is the opus and we got to hit it. And they did. They did. They did. I think it. it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched on it. I would see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, what a rewatch! I liked it so much. I would like buy the DVD, and I don't even have a DVD player. <laughs> you have a PlayStation Five. Yeah, the discless one. Oh, you have the di- digital only. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, guys. Last thing, I have two send off questions for us today. Sweet. I might have a third bonus one too. Hey, go ahead. Okay, first question, guys. What movie or franchise are you most looking forward to? Um, that we know is coming out. So you can't just be like a future movie of something. Like it has to be something that's been announced or something that's coming in in the the next, you know, 12 to 18 months. Well, I know what his is. Well, I can't even think of it. I mean, I'm like Obi-Wan. Brain Dread. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a TV show. Oh, I can't pick that one? Oh, I thought you what? said series. Like a uh, movie or franchise. Like um, a, oh, okay. oh okay. Um, what's coming? What's coming? So my pick is, is actually going to be The Batman now. Okay. Um, I'm really excited about it. I, I didn't feel that way. Um, what a lazy question when you I'm just kidding I didn't feel that way he had his lined up yeah well yeah that's why I'm going first so you guys have a moment (laughs) to think Um, I I wasn't feeling that way before but I like I said I think pulling Batman out is the one thing DC has that's just like it's hard for them to fuck it up because it's just a character that people love and it's it's dark and mysterious and Batman is just such a guaranteed win unless you're just absolute idiots Um, this version looks awesome I'm excited for Patman, and uh, I think Pattinson is going to make this into like a legendary version of Batman. I feel that confident. I feel like I have to pick from the MCU. I'm trying to think of like what are they booting up right now that's going to be super dope. Eternals. That's, that's yeah, Eternals would be Spider Man. Yeah, but we've gotten our you know that's already rolling. Spider Man, um, Eternals. I wanted to say Eternals, but like I'm not psyched on the trailers of them. Just like using like golden powers to like put their hands in a certain way and then cg takes over it looks the fight scenes might be boring i kind of think eternals is the the trailer is so vague that they're kind of like hey everyone this is the eternals this is a super vague trailer just trust us yeah i think it's i think it's whatever they that disney announces and i think we'll know within the next six months what that's going to be of the next actual star wars trilogy they've ended 
their nine film arc and they're going to start something new that they hope catches on in the same way and feels as essential someday as those movies were um they have all these amazing you know the russo brothers are lined up at one point and um you know i just dan and dave hired and fired right (laughs) thank god in the end uh so i think whatever star wars does next and is announcing is like hyping hey this is the continuation of the skywalker saga without having those characters or maybe it has some of them um that's probably my most anticipated thing can i say thor love and thunder oh absolutely yeah i think that's my next one mm. of like that's gonna be so good the that's movies that are coming it's just i i can't wait all right and finally guys the last question here what tv show or series are you the most excited about no oh, oh there we go so there you go I, yeah. you can still answer you can still have your answer um I don't know. I'm really excited for uh, Ironheart. I think that's going to be super, super cool. Like a kind of continuation of, of, well, I mean, it is Obi-Wan. I mean, I do know that, but I don't want to pick Star Wars twice. But I think I have to. Cannot wait for Obi-Wan. I think it's going to be just the best show of all time. I am kind of torn between two that I'm really excited about. Um, One is this House of the Dragon Game of Thrones um, show. Uh, I think it's going to be so good. Um, I think that what we've seen over the past 10 years is that if a studio, especially a big, huge studio, needs a win, it has to be good. There's no other way. It has to be good. They can't fail. There are just so many good writers and movie makers and directors at this point that like, if you're willing to pay the money for the the right people, they're going to make something really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, even movies that have been a disappointment, um or shows that have been a disappointment were really cool. Like when we went back and rewatched the star Wars most recent trilogy, I really liked it. I Mm -hmm. thought it was awesome. It might not have been perfection, but it was good. And Marvel doesn't have bad movies, especially the big ones. And so I just think that game of Thrones can't miss. This is too critical. This IP is too important to Warner and HBO for it to not be anything but awesome. So I'm really, especially to, to fulfill your dream of like we get a Game of Thrones series from now until yeah the end of time. The other one that I would say um, that's we know is coming. I mean, my ultimate dream is like a Harry Potter HBO series, but it's just rumor at this point, so I'm not going to pick that. The other one I would say is the Ahsoka show. I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, her heading to the outer rim of the galaxy in search of of uh, her friend Ezra is like going to be too exciting so those are the two shows that i'm like edge of my seat for yeah i think it's house of the dragon for me and that's okay. the first one that came to my mind um we shouldn't sleep okay go ahead i am excited yeah. about mandalorian season three but i don't know when that's gonna come yeah um that's been one of my favorite series thus far uh, book of boba fett is coming in december but could be we'll kind of mad tempered but, on that yeah um, um but we should mention lord of the rings right i mean if eric's thing of like hey we know that HBO can't miss on this Game of Thrones because they have to compete with these other people. What is Amazon Prime's not even trying to make shows anymore? No, they're like, well, we got boys, and we'll make sure that's that's rolling. Otherwise, we have to hit on this, and they have spent up uh, like literally billions of dollars on it. They've spent just insane amount of money. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be something to behold. It will be awesome, like awe-inspiring. Will it be fun to watch? I don't know. Is it going to be suck people in in the same way? Is it going to be water cooler essential? I don't know, but it needs to be for them. It I really think, does. I think it will be. I think it will be, so maybe that's what we should all be most excited about, but 
we clearly have some shit. But that's also like to be hyped on. That's been announced for so long. That's and, I know. And and we've it's seen coming next year. Yeah, but we've seen like almost nothing, so it's hard yeah. to say whether or not the trailer's going to drop and you're going to lose your shit. Yeah, but I same so. with Wheel of Time. You know, yeah, they they I spent like a billion dollars, and we're like, yeah, not that great. So. That's that's where I'm because Peter Jackson's trilogy in my head is so epic yep. that the bar is at like a 98, and if it's below a 98, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. And sure. for you know, fair or not, right to the new series or whatever, I, I it's kind of hard because especially I, when like they yeah. did the Hobbit and that sucked and that sucked. sucked. I don't even, we didn't even do those in the rewatch. The Hob- Hobbit book though this year was kind of it was decent. It was a lot cool. of songs. A lot of songs. Did you know that you about, can like, skip those? They allow you to oh, just turn Jesus the page. Christ. It's like oh. when you're reading Game of Thrones books, you can just skip those, you know, the descriptions long... of the, the the meals. Yeah. You can just keep, you can just scan through it and move on. All yeah. right. So uh, bonus question number three. Okay. To wrap up this pod, let's go. Based on the DC fandom trailers that yeah. dropped, do you think DC is going to make a comeback in the near future in the sense of not necessarily competing financially with Marvel, but get back to the level where you were like, uh, Batman begins was really good. Dark Knight was even better. Super excited for Dark Knight rises like that kind of enthusiasm for these type of characters. No, no, I think they'll, I think they'll hang out with hitting about, um, 300. They will ever, you know, every third movie will be like, will be like, all right, sweet. You know, this was, this was awesome. This was a Wonder Woman. So if you like the Batman will be good, and mm-hmm. then the Flash will be okay. Mm-hmm. Black Adam is like it's man. trash. Yeah, yeah. The Shazam two will like all of a sudden not be funny anymore. It won't be good. Um, and even then, like they're gonna have to do better than Shazam. They're gonna have to do better than than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four for sure. You know, they need to honestly. I think I, I couldn't be more excited if DC went away for a year and a half and then did a DC fandom rebooting everything. I think we'd all be like, "Holy fuck, dude!" Maybe I think they, they got just, a chance to, to you know. I think they run just should Marvel say like, here. "This is the a new beginning. We're gonna start over with the Batman." I think that would have been the best move they could have made. And we're gonna make the movies like violent and dark, and we're gonna mm-hmm. go in a completely different direction. We're yeah. gonna be rated R superheroes. Yeah, for you I'd guys. be cool with that. And I think people would be like really into it. And so I, I think that they, I think the hardest part about this is that they're not competing with Marvel. Like they're both superheroes, and so we assume that they're like in direct competition because they're making the same types of things. But Marvel is Disney, and it's so much bigger, and there's so much more money, and there's so much more infrastructure that DC yeah. is so far behind that they're not really competition. Like, well, but like Venom made like eight hundred million dollars like worldwide, DC and it's is, a terrible movie. I think DC is competing with like Fast and the Furious. You know, like they're yeah. like they're like a much smaller franchise, but that doesn't mean that they can't be a big deal. I mean, I think you're you're right, and dude, honestly, everybody that sees the Marvel stuff sees all the DC shit, anyways. It's all the same people. They're not really. Everyone's just gonna see both. Don't the, worry the about the Venn diagram's pretty much a circle. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They, you ever noticed you have never seen a big DC movie and a Marvel movie drop on the same day? Yeah, um, that's for both of it's them. They make that decision together in that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's all good for both of them. Um, I do wonder if in 10 years we'll be like, damn, do you remember when like every movie was a superhero movie and this does all end? Uh, we almost had that with zombie movies, you know, for a bit. Never got like this. Then Zack Snyder had to fucking like, bring it back. You know, five of the top 10 or f- maybe seven of the top 10 highest grossing movies every year are based from comic book IP. It's kind of crazy. So, um, I mean, I love it. I hope it continues, but... Is there a chance where the shine wears off for us at some point? I don't know. We'll see. I think DC will be back slightly better 
than before. Yeah. I think they took a hard look at Ben Affleck, realized that's not the direction. We need to go with a younger Batman, which I think a lot of people were clamoring clamoring for. For the whole time, yeah. And just say, like, we don't need the same, like, grizzled, like, salt and pepper hair, like, Batman kind of guy. Like, give us a younger Batman. And now we got it. Yeah. And so maybe that will translate into some quality spilling over into some of the other pieces. But at the same time, I don't really want to see, like, Robert Pattinson with Ezra Miller... Yeah, and I mean, cyborg. And I know. I, I I don't know if I want to see that. Crossover doesn't work for me. It doesn't. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing with like DC is that they you don't imagine their characters living like even Superman and Batman together doesn't even make any fucking sense. And it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, one when, like, they're in different cities, Metropolis and Gotham. Yeah, they're very self enclosed, and then you mix them together. Like, well, Batman and doesn't stand a chance. They should just like, own that. Yeah. And stop trying to make this collaborative mm-hmm. thing. And, yeah. and just do away with do that. Do your own series. Justice yeah. League is done. That yeah. did, that was fine. We saw the we saw the original cut. We saw the Zack Snyder cut. We didn't like either of them. Yeah. Or like one maybe slightly better than the other. Let these let these superheroes live in their own worlds. Yeah. Go and do one off stuff with them, and we don't need to bring them together. Marvel can do that, but they also only did like two or three of those i don't know it just it just seems like you don't try and copy marvel do your yeah. own thing do your own thing and maybe that's what they're going to try like and do four awesome franchises going yeah, instead of just exactly. like we need we need a we need an avengers we need an avengers marvel's movie. doing it we got to do it yeah, yeah. so totally agree. i think they're going to be back a little bit better than before and i'm excited for it me too all right guys that's it that's all time we have this week on the nordies podcast go back check out our sports cast we talk vikings wild t-wolves and more uh, it's a pretty good episode so go check that out otherwise thank you guys for listening to the nordies podcast we'll be back with you guys next week